the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr., And I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. We're located at 25 North 14th Street, downtown San Jose, or you can reach us via the web at blackchamber.com. In studio with me today is my good friend, co-host and producer, Mr. Carl Big Papa Welsh. How you doing, Carl? Good today? afternoon, sir. I'm doing good. And yourself? I'm doing fantastic. I'm excited about who we're going to have on the show today, Carl. These are the gentlemen that are helping to produce something called the Black Legends Awards. Yes, yes, yes. I can't wait to talk to Mr. Huey Joyner Jr. and Aaron Hicks. Huey Joyner Jr. and Aaron Hicks, how are you guys doing today? Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Doing very well today. It's a pleasure to be talking to you guys. Well, you know, the first thing that Carl and I were talking about, we want to know what the heck is the Black Legends Award and how did it come about? Well, you know, the, uh, the Black, well, first of all, let me say I'm excited to uh, uh, announce that we're getting ready to have our third annual Black Legend Awards. Mm. And uh, the whole idea originated uh, when we were uh, talking about uh, recognizing uh, people who've been in the community for a while, who've made some significant contributions to the quality of life of uh, black people in the community. And uh, we decided that uh, we would have a recognition event where we would uh, uh, look at different categories of uh, service that people give to the community. Everything from uh, people who work uh, in in public service, the community service, people who work in in the legal areas, in law, uh, people who work in uh, uh, the whole uh, media uh, uh, industry, people who reached out in the community and made life better for black people. Mm. And... uh, Go ahead. That's very, that's very, that's very admirable. Go ahead, Aaron. I mean, go ahead, Huey. That's very admirable what you're doing, what you're talking about and doing. Yeah, and exactly. There are ten awards that we present each year, and like Huey was catering, and there are name after legends. Someone always said, "What's a legend? A legend is something a person who's inspired others, who others." want to be like so that's why we're the legends 
And some of them said, legends, I'll be old, but a legend, not necessarily an older person, but it's someone who has inspiration to others. So that means uh, one day my uh, co-producer, Carl Welsh, he could possibly be a legend, huh? If he's inspirational, Uh, yes. It just depends on who I'm inspiring. That's the problem. (laughs) So can you tell us some of the the, the names of the legends? You said there's 10 awards named after legends. Okay, well, let's let's look at, well, first of all, let's let it be known that our third annual Legend Award will be happening on February the 10th. It's a Saturday afternoon at the Hammer Theater in downtown San Jose. The program starts at 5 o'clock, or should I say the doors open at 5. The program starts at 6. And we're going to have a great networking opportunity. We have a red carpet reception. We have heavy hors during the reception. Because most folks know this is a, a ceremony. So we're sitting in theater set, sitting, and there's no table around. So you get to sit and hear what they're talking about, the legends and their profile. And we hope to inspire other youth, to bring a lot of youth to events so they can reach out and touch these legends to ask them those kind of questions. Who are you? What have you done? And how do I be like you? And how how was it to do what you have accomplished? But remember, it's February 10th uh, at the Hammer Theater, which is a renowned and been reopened, and we're participating in the programs. It's such a great event. How could how, how could I get it? How could someone get a ticket? If our listeners are listening, how could they get a ticket? Take it. Go to our website, the Black Legends Award dot org website. It's www.blackleggendawards.org. So blacklegendsawards.com. Dot org. Oh, dot org. Glad you said that. And currently, and currently the tickets are one twenty-five, and they'll be one fifty at the door. So one twenty-five, you can save twenty-five dollars by purchasing a ticket today, and the website is ready, ready and waiting for you to come and make a purchase. Wow, I love that. You know that inspiration thing you talked about, and I want to go back to Huey for a second because he's been so inspirational in our community. Huey, are you a black legend yourself? You know, I was honored to be uh, nominated, and I accepted. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, it's it's and you've heard the saying that uh, we all stand on the shoulders of those people who come before us. Yes, that is so and true. Certainly, I've, I've stood on the shoulders of many people in order to be able to accomplish the few things that I have in the community. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want young people to understand that uh, there are people out here that they can reach out to. There are people who are mentors who can get them uh, moving in the direction that they want to move. Um, I spent uh, 20 years uh, teaching over at San Jose State University, and I uh, had the opportunity to to work with a lot of young people. And uh, one of the things that I've always stressed to young people is that uh, you don't have to do this alone. Mm. You know, reach out to people who've already been there. Reach out to people who uh, can show you how to get over some of these hurdles that you you are definitely going to run into. <laughs> you know. Well, so, that, um, I mean, that's that's the gist behind it uh, um, to to uh, get people recognized in the community who have done and made some contributions, and also to to make sure that the young people know that there are people out here who are ready and willing to to sit down and help them if they reach out to them. 
Well, you know, Carl, Carl alluded to the categories and the names of the different people that are in those categories. Would you guys have that information and would you want to share that? Surely, not a problem. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first of all, let's. Let, I'm gonna go down to go down the list. Kind of a little short education. The, one of the first award is called the Alexander Green Award, and that's for news and documentarian. And this year, that award is going to Henrietta Burroughs. The, the second, if you know, the second award going to Banks Gage Award, which is for education. Is going to two individuals, Keith D. H. and Will H. Ecker Jr. in the educational area, and the Brown Gross Award, which is for public service, is going to Dr. Forrest Williams. The Clay Williams Award for business and entrepreneurs is going to John D. Dumas. The Dean Green Award for STEM is going to Karen C. Bradford. Uh, the English and Higgins Award is going to Dr. Oscar Battles Jr. Now, what was that award about? Now, what was that award about? Because oh, the fifth one was health STEM. And medicine. Health and medicine? Okay. Health and medicine. And the next award is the Hardeman Sweet Award for Law and Justice going to David W. Epps and Judge Risa Pichon, P-I-C-H-O-N. And the next award, the Harrison Washington Award for Spiritual, is going to Reverend Dr. Lewis Jones, Jr. The Joyner Strohs Award for Community Service is going to Inez C. Jackson and James H. Payne. And the final award of the evening is going to the final award, which is the Piper Wine Award for Art, Theater, and Music, is going to Mr. Carly F. Ray for, for his service in the community. So you can see there's a lot of very strong names. Some of them stand right out at you, and some of them have been working dealers in the background. But we want to bring forward. And one key point you must remember is that the award show is, is part of a bigger adventure to build a black history museum in San Jose. So the Black Legends Award is part of, is one of the six exhibits at the museum and for the Black Legends Hall of Fame. So these individuals are being inducted into the Black Legends Hall of Fame, which is part of the, the program to build the San Jose Black History Museum, Silicon Valley. Well, you know, we got about a minute. You know, we got about a minute before we're going to go to break. And uh, I definitely want to talk more about that museum on the other side of the show. I did notice that, um, and uh, you were you were kind enough to mention those names that some of those folks have uh, passed away. So uh, you know, it's very important that we honor people, and and if we can honor them while they're alive, that's that's very important to us. So I'm glad you guys have brought that out. I know people are looking forward to that and looking forward to the idea about the museum. In about 30 seconds, is there anything else you guys want to say about the awards for this year? Um, the awards, as exciting as always, come out and enjoy. <laughs> Fred, you Huey, I thought you wanted to say something, Huey, real quick. You got something in there? 
basically, I was going to say the same thing. I'm very excited about uh, our ability to get this going this year, and I hope people come out and, uh, and enjoy and uh, have a chance to, to meet some of these uh, new legends. Well, well, let's leave it right there. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. This is Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr., brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com, or call 408-288-8806. Now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Uh, that song right there, that's a legend right there. We want to welcome you back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. We're talking to Mr. Ann Hicks and Mr. Huey Joyner Jr., and they're part of the production of the Black Legends Award ceremony that's going to happen February 10th, right? Absolutely. Yes. Um, you know, um, one of the things that people need to, to recognize is that the Black Legend Award is part of the process uh, moving forward towards building a Black History Museum in San Jose. And we're just, just very excited about the possibilities. We've given ourselves a five-year timeline to uh, to uh, get this project uh, launched. Um, we've got a uh, planning committee that uh, we're working with already, and uh, we have a site. So, what we're not we're not talking about a just a, a, a place where you go and you see a lot of, of nice stuff, and the, the the stuff doesn't really tell you the story about what black history is what we want you to do is to go on a journey the journey would start in africa uh mother africa and they talk about the great civilizations of africa and what kinds of contributions uh uh, came out of uh, the african uh, uh community um we want to talk about the diaspora uh, where Africans uh, went out to the world. Um, possibly part of that has to do with slavery. But there's other parts of it that show that uh, Africans were in other parts of the world, and particularly in the Americas, uh, around the same time that uh, Christopher, was, uh, Christopher Columbus was supposedly discovering America. Uh, there were uh, African villages... Uh, in uh, um, um, Los Angeles, there was a uh, uh, African tribe uh, in Northern California, led by uh, a uh, person by the name Queen Khalifa, and it's been said that Queen Khalifa is uh, what they named California after. Uh, in fact, there's a statue of her, I believe, up in Sacramento at the State House. Mm. So, um, I mean, these these are some facts that come out as you go through this journey. Uh, certainly, uh, we have to talk about slavery, slavery in America. But a lot of people need to understand that a lot of the people of the slave trade um, didn't just come to America. I mm. mean, uh, the United States. A lot of it went to South America. Most of the slaves ended up in South America. So we'll talk about that period uh, in America. We'll talk about um, after the Civil War and the Emancipation Proclamation. 
We talk about the Reconstruction period. Uh, that period uh, after slavery when uh, people were supposedly free and uh, uh, black people started uh, taking advantage of the political system uh, where we had our first senators and representatives from our different states. But we'll also talk about uh, the movement by the uh, white populations in the South to stop that because they saw a tremendous shift in power and that uh, they wanted to stem that right away. So a lot of the organizations like the Ku Klux Klan and uh, white supremacy groups grew out of that to uh, stem the tide of the power surge in the black community. And that's was mostly in the South, but uh, that kind of migrated up north too. And of course, after that period uh, is the civil rights era. And the civil rights era takes us all the way up to um, the uh, election of a black president, President Obama. You know, and one of the things about going through this journey is that it tells the story of who black people are and how resilient we are as people and how despite um, some of the circumstances that we were put in, uh, we uh, uh, survived, but not only survived, prospered. Right. We're able to make some generous, fantastic right. uh, contributions to the building of America. So the so, last um, exhibit that would be in the museum would be uh, Silicon Valley. We talk about blacks in Silicon Valley. We could talk about blacks in space and the space industry. Mm-hmm. And also we'll have um, the Black uh, Legends Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're very excited about it. Uh, it's, 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 it's a big task. Um, fortunately, we were able to fall into a site uh, that we can get started. And uh, hopefully, um, you know, who knows, uh, you know, 10, 15 years from now, we might be building a building like this facility in San Jose. Right. I'd love to see it. <laughs> so, so you're going to have a brick-and-mortar location as well as a virtual uh, location? Well, that is correct. Yes, Absolutely. I, I think that's incredible. And when you show that education of the journey, it, it actually takes away from even calling us a diaspora and start calling us just a family. You know, you go from really? Africa to Brazil and all the way up to North America, and you realize we're all from the same family, regardless of how we got here. So I always think Absolutely. about it. Yeah, and that's that's an incredible way of educating people to bring it uh, bring it home to our households, that we're we're more of a family than we are just a diaspora, a word that a lot of folks don't understand. That's true. That's absolutely true. Hey, I noticed something earlier, um, Huey, when we were talking, uh, you were talking about the categories, and and I mentioned the fact that um, we didn't see sports as a category. Would you want to comment on why sports is not one of the legends categories? Yeah, and and it's not not really to ignore sports. I mean, maybe at, at some point we might bring it in, but. I, I don't think sports is is um, I don't think we should concentrate on sports as much as uh, other uh, organizations have concentrated on sports. So sports are, is all over the place. You know, as a as an uh, athlete myself, in the past um, one of the very first things that I thought I could do was be a professional athlete. Um, there are Millions of kids 
uh, throughout the United States that that's the first vision they have of what success is. But as it turns out, a very, very few uh, young people uh, reach that goal. Um, it, you know, it's, it, the playing field is like a big funnel. In the very beginning, uh, everybody's hopeful and eligible. When you get down to the end, it's like the the, the, the end of the of, of, of the funnel where a few people drift through. Um, there are very few people can make it to that level of professionalism. So what happens? You have to take a look at what else is there to do. How else can I be of 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 of, of, of uh, use uh, uh, or, or service or, or service to our or community? Yeah, to the community. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, um, so uh, I don't, not to, not to say that sports aren't important, I and mean, there are a lot of things that you learn through sports that carry you through life, like teamwork, you know, and responsibility. But uh, it all prepares you to be, uh, say, the most rounded human being you can be. And uh, that would be, say, um, and the NCAA has a, 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 a wonderful saying that usually happen on uh, when they have the big tournaments. They say that uh, uh, so many people um, start off um, uh, reaching to be uh, professionals in uh, sports, but they end up going on being professionals in other uh, um um, types of uh, endeavors such as uh, doctors and nurses and lawyers and you know teachers. Um, yeah, and they take those so, things that they learned, like drive and ambition and teamwork and uh, honor and dignity, and they take it into those those endeavors of uh, of, of um, you know STEM and spirituality and uh, public service. Absolutely, exactly. Yeah, you guys so have had. Go ahead, please. I'm sorry. Okay. I was going to say, it's not to say that, you know, we don't think sports is important. But what we're saying is that we'd like to emphasize more the other fields, okay, and uh, uh, recognize those people that uh, are, are making contributions that uh, really have uh, an impact on the quality of life in the community. Well, that's the main thing. The main thing that you're talking about, to to be a black legend, I mean, you know, nobody starts off wanting to be a legend. You just have a heart for your community. And at the end of the day, some other people like yourselves recognize that and then bring people to that status of black legends. Are, um, are the legends now, are they all going to get together, all the living legends? Are you going to try to get them all together? Yes. Well, we, we, we do that uh, twice a year. Uh, we have what we call uh, now uh, a Legends Conference. That's usually maybe three to four months uh, before we have the uh, the annual walk ceremony. And we, we sit down and talk about uh, uh, our direction. We talk about the museum. We talk about uh, ways that we can improve the community uh, and ways that we can improve, improve uh, the event. Well, we got about 30 seconds, and I think what people would want to do is figure out how they can find out more about the Black Legends Award and how they can help and in some way help you in the, in the, in the community to, to promote this. Uh, Aaron, do you want to give that information again about where the Black sure. Legends Award is going to be and all the information that's necessary, even phone sure, number, sure. Facebook, whatever you want to give, okay? 
the Black Legends Award ceremony will happen on February the 10th at the Hammer Theater Center in downtown San Jose. The current price of the tickets are one twenty-five. Uh, at the door, they would be one fifty. If you, if you want to purchase your tickets, you can get them at the www.blacklegendawards.org website. If you want to contact us, contact us at info at blacklegendsaward.org. And, and, and we've been following up on the his story about legends. We're looking for opportunities where we can have the legends to come to this, go to the schools or go to some set event where they could share their knowledge like a fireside chat with a legend well, we- and just talk about what's going on and how they got there because passing the conversation sometimes is, is best face to face. Well, we out of time right now. We're going to have to bring you guys back on because that's so much information we know you want to share. So we want everybody to remember that the February 10th, right? The Black Legends Awards. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected. Silicon Valley Business Connections. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.